0: The truth
1: is out there, but these two goofballs aren't likely to find it. You're listening to Half Cut Conspiracies. And then do you remember the part where um, Nelson Mandela changed C-3PO's leg to be silver? Yes. Yeah, it was a good part of that movie.
0: Do you remember the, the part where uh, <laughs> C-3PO wanders into a scene with his big shiny dong? What? <laughs> no. It's, um, it, was a, it was a badly, a bad scene that was put on a training card where it looks like he has a penis, but he doesn't. So that
1: must have been the same thing that happened with the Little Mermaid cover and the priest. Did you ever see that? I have seen that. He's yeah. He's got like the erection oh. at the uh, on the cover.
0: So I think this is the this is the Okay, so it's, it has actually been doctored. So that's the original picture.
1: Everything looks okay. fine.
0: Yeah. But then I guess somebody oh, photoshopped it. Doctored it to make it look like that. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we'll have to save that so we'll put it on our uh, social mm. Yeah. For
0: everyone to see. See, C3PO's dong. How
1: Nelson Mandela photoshopped a dong on yeah.
0: C3PO. As well as the, the, yeah. the priest in The Lion King. Or the Nerdle Mermaid. Nerdle Mermaid.
1: Mermaid.
0: Hey! How are you doing? You snuck up on us there. Oh, sorry, I was just looking at C3PO's penis. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> uh, a, a little distracting, didn't see. sorry about that Don't ask, we don't want to get into why we were talking about that Yeah, but, it's uh,
1: uh, neither here nor there, uh, but welcome. welcome, welcome to our table It's good uh, to see you again Have a seat, grab a drink Tonight, what are we drinking? Do you want to uh, tell them about, uh, talk I, about our drink? I can, drink?
0: except I don't know what it's called, you never told me uh,
1: it. Uh, uh... it is
0: maybe the official drink of Bermuda Yeah, or...
1: no, it's like it, it is the official drink, but they were saying like there's no wrong way to make this drink, kind of thing, or there's no right way to make this drink. So I like. There's no right way to make
0: this drink, but here's less, a recipe. Yeah,
1: it's less official when it's like this isn't the official
0: drink, it's but it's, it's official. You put some rum with yeah. other rum, and then uh, add orange juice yeah. and uh, pineapple juice, and then some bitters.
1: So yeah, it's called the Bermuda Rum Swizzle. And uh, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put four ounces of Gosling's Black Seal Rum, four ounces of Gosling's Gold Seal Rum. I think this is
0: uh, if you're making a pitcher, too, by the
1: way. Yeah, it is a pitcher of it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you drink all of this, you'll probably die. Yeah. Um, And then there's eight ounces of orange juice. It says freshly squeezed, but I gave the bottle a squeeze when I poured it. (laughs) Um, Eight ounces of pineapple juice, three quarter ounce of grenadine, six dashes of uh angostura bitters and then you can garnish with orange slice pineapple wedge and a cherry
0: carlo garnished with a pineapple slice making this officially the most hoity-toity drink we have consumed on this podcast
1: and it's actually really delicious it it reminds me of tropical vacations Mm
0: -hmm. um so cheers this is, uh, this, yeah. this is enough to make me think that I've been on a tropical vacation. Yeah, well, it's been so even long I forget what they're even like. Even though I don't think yeah. I ever have. And we've got another <laughs> example of the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was on a tropical vacation, but <laughs> yeah, if, I wasn't. Oh, how did Nelson Mandela do that? <laughs> I don't know. He must have used one of these yeah. drinks to convince me.
1: So do you want to tell them why we're drinking the national slash unnational or official slash unofficial national drink of yeah.
0: uh, Bermuda? It's because it's delicious at that and <laughs> oh right like a, there is another, a second reason we're talking some... about uh the bermuda triangle
1: yeah bermuda triangle that triangle that floats also known as
0: uh the devil's triangle
1: mm, yeah. also at one good. point
0: known as the devil's rectangle but then it but then it okay. lost a corner
1: um, wasn't deadly enough on that uh, area it wasn't a... so it's like sorry devil you got demoted corner
0: you're not pulling your weight you're out of (laughs) here um no this is maybe again another mandela effect it's like some people think it was the devil's triangle but or no some people think it was the devil's rectangle but no it's always been the devil's triangle yeah see I've never heard it more except my book here
1: says that at one point it was the devil's triangle no it it is the devil's triangle triangle yeah not not a rectangle I'm bad with shapes (laughs) Um, so yeah, Bermuda Triangle. Uh, okay, you brought your book for this one. I brought my book
0: for this one yeah. because um, my book, being uh, "Things They Don't Want You to Know: Conspiracy Theories That Won't Go Away" by David Southwell and Graham Donald. Picked it up for fifteen bucks at Chapters. It's probably one of my uh, my more favorite purchases. It's chock full of conspiracies, uh, really, really well broken down into different categories. Uh, it was really like no conspiracy that you couldn't want to find in here unless maybe it came out in the last couple of years because it's it is a couple of years old but uh,
1: it's got a um, lot of good stuff we were talking about it before the show and there's some really cool conspiracies that are in there that we'll probably cover in future episodes yeah we
0: were definitely doing some future episode planning as we drank cocktails and and you know tried to get ourselves half cut a for liquored up. this uh this podcast called half cut conspiracies the bermuda triangle is one of those things that i heard a lot about growing up you know i grew up sort of in the in the seventies and eighties, eighties sort of being a time for shows like "That's Incredible" or "Ripley's Believe It or Not" or uh, "In Search of," starring oh. Leonard Nimoy, and sort of all of these shows talking about like these great weird mysteries, and the Bermuda Triangle was a big subject. You know, the Bermuda Triangle, much like uh, "Catching on Fire." It was one of those things that, in my youth, seemed like it would be a much bigger problem. I was going to say, up.
1: I remember hearing a lot about it. You'd think it would be more prominent yeah, now and nowadays. Roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: And again, and people disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle. Well, I mean, t- to me, the simple solution is don't fucking fly through there. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, you could fly around it, like we fly around the world. So, uh, like, I'm looking at the picture on there where it points out where the triangle yeah, is.
0: Yeah, it's it's between Bermuda and Florida and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Hi. And the interesting thing about the Bermuda Triangle is it's not just a case of people going, isn't it a coincidence that... No, shit actually happens there. Like planes yeah. have gone missing. Um, it's the only place on Earth, I believe, where when you're there, your compass does not point to true north. Your compass fucking fails.
1: Yeah, there was... When I was doing some research, there was a lot of talk of like true north and then you're like magnetic north and s- some things or maybe it's magnetic
0: the- north that your compass doesn't point to or whatever like whatever yeah there's something about yeah, to, yeah different north it doesn't point and then to
1: also it. i remember hearing something about our our north has shifted since then and so a lot of the stuff that i was doing research on like happened in like 1492 and like 1881 and like since then the world's gravitation has shifted slightly and the compasses shifted a bit with the north i don't know how the science works behind it but there was some talk about like that being also a factor in why uh, apparently that area could have some weird magnetic interference with it because of the just the shifting gravity of the world um so there yeah there's a lot of weird stuff there Um, so i'm going to
0: propose a theory right at the gate for why the 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 magnetic magnetic are fucked up okay So, one of the first references to the Bermuda Triangle was found in the 15th century log of a man known as Christopher Columbus. Who's that? He is uh, well known for thinking he discovered America. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when in fact, there were already plenty of people living there. Oh, You've heard white, of him? That white guy that, that white <laughs> stole guy. America um, from the natives. Okay, but apparently yes. he recorded that after a great flame of fire, air quotes. Mm, yes, I heard about crashed this. Crashed out of the heavens and into the sea. His compass spun wildly as he and the crew saw strange lights in the sky. So clearly mm. that was a UFO
1: obviously because it couldn't be anything other than that couldn't be like a meteor shower or anything obviously that had to be ufo
0: because that ufo has got some like weird magnetic shit yeah that's true because like i think i think you could use like like a opposing magnets and stuff as like a propulsion device maybe
1: oh yeah they do that on like super trains in europe
0: and japan i think right yeah so here is a ufo that uses magnets to propel themselves across far reaches Mm. of space yeah and then it crashes in the ocean and then it's going to fuck with your compass and
1: well it was probably making its way to the lost city of atlantis which at that time wasn't lost because they knew it was there and but they crashed into instance, it. And then then we we sunk Atlantis. It. Yeah. Like, oh shit, no! Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's. Before we get too far <laughs> into the conspiracies, let's just give a little little background information oh, yeah. on the Bermuda Triangle. So, sure. uh, the area ref- uh, referred to as the Bermuda Triangle or the Devil's Triangle covers about five hundred thousand square miles of ocean off the southeastern tip of Florida. And yeah, when Christopher, Columbus, when Christopher Columbus sailed through that area on his first voyage uh, to the New World, which was old to some people, <laughs> um, he reported that a great flame fire, which you explained, and they say in this article, probably a meteor uh, crashed into the sea like one night. Though. And then a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. So mm. that's, you know, oh wow, who knows what that was. That was the aliens uh, trying to like it must beam be- home. To like, yeah, hey guys, yeah like things putting go up their,
0: their beacon or whatever. Like, shit, we crashed. Yeah. We need help. Um, we yeah. accidentally sunk Atlantis who we were trying to make contact with.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he also wrote about his erratic compass readings. And because perhaps at that time... Uh, a sliver of the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where True North and Magnetic North lined up. That's what it was that I heard. Mm. So, yeah, at that time, that was a thing. I guess now it's not. Yeah, Um, they broke it. Yeah, so... Anyways, that's a little, like, tidbit of information that I read off of History.com, if anyone's uh, interested in history. So it's a massive area, and... They've, since, like, I think recently, fairly recently, they've done a lot of studies around this area, and they've tried to explain all this stuff as, like, there's a lot of flights and and airplanes that have gone through this area, and so that's why the number of cases of, like, ships missing and all that stuff has happened. I don't know if i buy it. Because um, some of these conspiracies... I mean, there's a lot of other routes that planes take regularly without
0: disappearing. Exactly,
1: right? right? So... There was also, there was another one, the, which I thought was really cool, the name of the ship, the USS Cyclops, which, Ooh. yeah, had, like, a crew of 5,000, or not 5,000, sorry, 500. 500,000. Yeah, 500,000. It was as big as the, the triangle itself. It ended up, yeah, disappearing on, um, in, yeah, in the Bermuda Triangle. It was a massive ship. And it took place... Let me just pull up the information. Um, yeah, so... The loss of the ship and 306 crew and passengers. Sorry, I over-exaggerated <laughs> how many people. That's still a lot of people. Yeah, it is, <laughs> dying in there. Um, so, yeah, it was a Navy ship. Um, and... Uh, so, it was carrying, yeah, 10,800 tons um, of manganese ore and it was flying th- or going traveling through that area like it was a massive thing and it just mm-hmm. disappeared mm-hmm. so ships don't i mean sure some of them sink but usually like we end up finding some and debris and that's stuff That's the
0: thing with the bermuda triangle is that when these things disappear they don't tend to find any wreckage yeah and this is why i think to me this is an interesting subject for our podcast because you know quite often we're, we're looking at conspiracies that kind of come out of nowhere and are like very clearly, if not fabrications, then like people just sort of desperately trying to find a way to explain things. And I guess, I mean, we are still trying to explain things here, but it's because there is definite weird stuff happening that kind of needs an explanation. I think one of the the the, the better known, apparently one of the better known sort of disappearances there was um, U.S. Navy Flight 19 on December 5th, 1945. Um, there was a total of 13 trainees under the leadership of U.S. Navy Lieutenant Charles Carroll Taylor. They took off from Fort Lauderdale in five Avenger torpedo bombers, and they were never seen again. So that's five oh, shit. separate planes. They were all sort of this was all military or Navy, I guess. Apparently, Taylor had over 2,500 hours of experience in such planes, and although listed as trainees, none of the people that were flying with him had less than 300 hours of experience. Um, with 60 of those hours in the, the Avengers, the planes that they were flying. And the purpose of the exercise being advanced training and the procedures of dead reckoning. The four Avengers of the trainees have been stripped of their compasses. However, in accordance with safety standard safety procedures for such flights, Taylor's plane was equipped with two compasses, not that they did him any good. Um, <laughs> They're both reading different directions. Where do I go? Yeah, well, apparently in his last uh, radio contact, Taylor said, both my compasses are out and that he thought he might be over the Florida Keys, but he couldn't be sure. Uh, after that, all radio contact was lost. On top of that, a Mariner flying boat, also with a crew of 15, was sent uh, from what is now Florida's Patrick Air Force Base to look for Flight 19, and that also disappeared. <laughs> So just stay out of that area yeah so it's like yeah if you yeah. and if you're getting the job to like go after the the rescue crew just be like mm,
1: yeah no I'm not do that like I'm busy that day um, uh, yeah
0: no wreckage was ever recovered this is wild too so this is a recent one September 30th 2015 791 foot container ship the SSL Faro left Jacksonville in Florida headed for Puerto Rico as the storm developed hundreds of miles to the north of its charted course. Uh, The storm suddenly intensified. Now it's uh, Hurricane Joaquin made a beeline for the El Faro. After having completely engulfed her, the storm mysteriously retraced its own path to its original position, but the ship was gone. Oh, shit. And here's the interesting part. The SS El Faro was eventually found 15,000 feet below the surface, sitting in one piece and upright on the bottom. And despite extensive searches conducted by submersibles and unmanned drones, they could not find a single member of the crew, either on the ship or anywhere else. Damn. So the ship basically went straight down, boom, just sat there. Yeah. Nobody around. Shit. Yep.
1: That, yeah.
0: Something's going
1: on there. One of the big mysteries is that there's been a bunch of ships that the crew has gone missing but the ship ends up turning up and no there's no crew to be seen or be found. So it's one thing, sure. Okay, yeah, there could be a bunch of turbulent waves and navigation issues and so everything the ship goes down and the crew dies and all that. Sure, that's one thing. You see you find that and then you can just document that as like, okay, well, shit happened here. But when your ships are like not all of them are disappearing, but the crews are where are they going? That's a weird thing, right? So I
0: have a theory. Okay. Um, we all know from watching, you know, certain Hollywood blockbuster movies that space madness is a thing. <laughs> okay, you, yeah. you go into okay, space yeah, yeah, and that's you, true. you go crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that maybe certain uh, magnetic fields can cause people to get sea madness. Okay. And all they're right. just like... I can't fucking stay on the ship anymore and they just jump overboard until they, they
1: all jump overboard yeah, and then and they all drown and then the ship ends up in the Bermuda Triangle no, they're, or their no, bodies are somewhere else They're
0: traveling through the Bermuda Triangle yeah. which is what causes them yeah. to experience the, the 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 magnetic waves and they go ah I have to jump off the ship because I have sea madness okay and they all jump all off right. the ship and they drown and the ship just goes
1: and it just keeps side. going until it yeah, like okay much. all right yeah I guess people that are like, makes sense. Where'd they go? I do like your theory of just people going crazy at sea. Like you got cabin fever, you got sea fever, you yeah. got hay fever, all those <laughs> fevers, right? <laughs> so I feel like, or it could be the souls of the dead that are haunting them, right? I'm just just saying. Um, do you have any other like history fun facts? Do you have one? I um, have one. 1881, the schooner ship El- El- Ellen Austin, the Ellen Austin. I do not have that one. Uh, okay, so the Ellen Austin was a two hundred and ten foot American schooner. Schooner, right? It's not schooner. Yeah, it's yeah, schooner. It's a, yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I, I don't know. It's, it's spelled S C H O.
0: It's a schooner.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's schooner. Yeah. Uh, so it's a large, a multi-mast ship weighing eighteen hundred tons. So Oof, it's a, it's a pretty big. That's kit. a few tons. There yeah. It was manufactured right? in 1854 in Maine. Okay. And, um... Sometimes
0: dad is better. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so... <laughs> so, in 1881, during one of the London to New York trips, she met with another ship on the way, on the Atlantic, and the I got, I got unknown... I have this picture sh- of these two ships, like, hi, yeah,
0: hey, how's it going?
1: <laughs> so this unknown ship was still moving, although a little aimlessly and erratically, and strangely, the ship had no one on board... But was still seaworthy so mm. the ship was totally fine so this kind of goes to your point of like maybe people were just going crazy ship, yeah. jumped off and then the ship like, just kept going fuck, that like, was a bad idea yeah right but the crew was gone by that point so anyways the ellen found it um and then so in order to salvage the ship the captain sent a prize crew which is like your you know your good people that can take care of a ship, right? Not just one guy with, like, some prizes. No, it's like you you take a (laughs) bunch of your crew, put them on there, and you're like, all right, you're going to take this ship to wherever we're going, right? Because it's a good ship still. Uh, Yeah, so the crew boarded the ship, and they confirmed that there was no one on board, and there was no sign of any violence or any random weird things, like, that took place where they would suspect some, you know mal whatever practice of piracy or anything um so they ended up going okay so the story is known everything was in order there was personal belongings food rations all that stuff uh the captain's logbook and nameplate of the shift uh the ship sorry uh were the only things missing so i don't know maybe the captain jumped overboard with them, you don't leave that on the board. I'm taking my
0: shit with me! (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: right? Uh, So, it are the only things that were documented as missing, and it was, um, uh, the cargo was all intact, everything, which is, so it's, like, really weird at this point. So, they, uh, the crew was ordered to, um, bring the ship back to New York, and after two days, uh, the two ships got separated by a sea storm, and when the storm subsided, The unnamed ship, so the one that they found, was nowhere to be seen, Uh, and several days later, uh, Ellen Austin uh, could find the unknown ship, uh, could find the unknown ship, so they did find it, uh, and... But the crew was gone. Yeah. It was, again, sailing erratically, and like last time, the entire crew was missing. Ship is just eating people. Yeah, that's the only explanation. So, yeah, that was a a weird thing that happened
0: there. So Uh, I I don't know how you explain that one. Uh, This does not have a date attached to it. Um, But we have a a, a licensed pilot, Carolyn Casico, flew a charter flight to Turk Island in the Triangle. When she was seen flying over the island, Carolyn was heard over her radio saying, I don't understand. This should be Grand Turk, but there is nothing there. The shape is right, but this island looks uninhabited. Uh, And then she circled the island a few times before heading out to sea and vanishing. Oh. So, you know, from that, there is the potential of, like, uh, of time travel. Yeah. Right, that she's gone through a portal to the past where she's looking at this island um before anything was built there. Interesting. Or she's in the far future after the great uh Turk Island wars that decimated Turk Yeah, Island, there you go. Right? That
1: that could be a thing. Um there were a few things. I don't have anything I didn't really document the full details of it, but I do remember hearing several stories of that where there would be pilots that would be flying through there and some weird shit happens, and they it takes them a lot longer for some reason just to go in what they feel is like a straight line, but yeah. it could be tied to that <laughs> navigational stuff where they think they're going in a straight line. Really, they're doing a big loop, and then it right. ends up taking exactly. them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole list of ships that have gone down and even planes that have gotten lost there and you know you've kind of touched on the navigation being a little weird in that area so that could be a reason why they're going down still that leads to like why is the navigation going weird and so some of the stuff that i've come across um one of them is i mean as in any conspiracy theory it's obviously aliens right somehow aliens are doing something here Um, they, you know, we talked about them crash landing (laughs) and they've, you know, messed with the, with things there. Uh, another one is that people think this is a portal into a parallel universe.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Is that in your book there? Did you talk Um, about parallel universes? No, but
0: I do have chrononauts.
1: What's a chrononaut?
0: Well, it's much like an astronaut except one who travels through time Mm. instead of space. And that's like their portal. Um, yeah, it's a it's a portal into the past. Um, the The idea is that the the Chrononauts are going back and like grabbing people from the past uh, to use in in stuffing the future. And because these guys can time travel, if anyone ever finds out evidence to prove that Chrononauts are doing it, the Chrononauts can then travel back into the past again. Oh, and just get rid of them. Get rid of the evidence. So yeah, you can never prove that. And that's the where the
1: Mandela effect comes be. in, because they've also changed a few other things while accidentally, they're. Like accidentally, yeah. this is one of those things that happens accidentally when they change the past. Because they're probably in the future, they've the been m- misquoting
0: it and they're like, well fuck it. They like I've already remembered it this the Berenstain family. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh fuck. Now we gotta get the Berenstein family in here <laughs> to take over this job.
1: <laughs> the other one that I thought was really interesting is that it's the souls of the dead. That are they're cursing like all the equipment and causing all of that weirdness in the navigational stuff. So it
0: started with just <laughs> one one unlucky guy who crashed in there, and then yeah. he was
1: like, his soul got trapped and in like, that well, area. Well, I need friends. Well, maybe that's it. Used to be the devil's rectangle because he had a lot more people. <laughs> so, he's like, there was so you were going to say the devil's rectum. <laughs> No, it was the Devil's Rectangle because he had a lot more people from back in the day, but then everyone found religion, and so he he, right. <laughs> he couldn't fit fill that whole space, so they shrunk it down to yeah. a triangle. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a weird one, that Souls of the Dead. I don't know if people have reported seeing actual souls, or they're just blaming souls for messing with their equipment. The other one I thought that was really cool, and I kind of want this to be true is that the lost city of atlantis is underneath there somewhere that
0: is a theory as well
1: yeah and so the whole thing with that is it's not just like the city of atlantis that's doing all this weird mechanical failure and and taking ships it's the actual the power crystals that were in atlantis sort of shooting up
0: these random beams yeah
1: and so it used to power atlantis and now it's causing a bunch of uh weird energy in that area that messes with a lot of the the navigational instruments and causes planes to whatever crash land and or some fly people around even think that
0: there are actual atlanteans still down there that are like intentionally shooting up the beams oh
1: maybe people are getting
0: too close to where atlantis yeah. is and that's or why they got to get rid of them maybe they're just playing
1: space invaders <laughs> <laughs> so that could be it. sea invaders
0: yeah, right? Well, well see, the Atlantis version. Sea is their space.
1: Oh, true, right. yeah. Um, what else do I have? I have words on my greed slips slip of paper. I got blue holes with a question mark. Blue holes. I don't know exactly what that means. But
0: blue holes. I, <laughs>
1: uh, um, <laughs> no, but that does remind me of something, because I remember when they were talking about blue holes on... The podcast I was listening to, it reminded me of notes I had on the are methane hydrates. What are you, what?
0: Crystal methane hydrates?
1: Yes. It's um, basically, you know. I don't... Are blue holes like black holes? I don't
0: know. Maybe they're like... I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. That's, I know. What,
1: that's what the question mark is well, for. Well, so yeah, I'm feeling
0: like when you were talking about like traveling through dimensions or through time, that could be through a blue hole, which is like a black hole, but... In the water. In the water, <laughs> which is blue.
1: Well, let's see what Google says. Um, so, one of the deepest blue holes in the world. So, at the surface, Dean's blue hole is... <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I got <laughs> laugh at Dean's blue hole. It's <laughs>
1: roughly a circular... Uh... Hey, Dean!
0: How's your blue hole,
1: man? <laughs> Well, his diameter is ranging from eighty two to one hundred fifteen feet, so I'd say it's doing pretty good. So it looks like it's basically yeah, okay, I guess from these blue holes, it's like a whirlpool thing that you kind of just like yeah, like a really like you've got your your ground level of whatever the 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 ground of the water is. The you know, ground, ground of the, the water? Whatever, <laughs> like the seabed floor. The sea level. And then I guess oh, it no. just, like, goes what? down. Like, it's a hole that just drops down from there. So you're right. talking about
0: under the water? Yeah. Like the... Okay.
1: Yeah, which is why I think it um, reminded me of the methane hydrates, which was basically one of the theories that they think a lot of these ships are capsizing or go sinking or whatever is because there's like methane hydrates that are coming up from the bottom of the ocean and it's causing some sort of like turbulence in the 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 ocean top, yeah. sea top whatever that's called. Um, and so that's that's what's causing all this shit and ships to go missing and sink because it's causing chaotic shit happening. Um, and that's from methane gases underneath. And so I think from these blue holes, that's kind of what the theory was when I was listening to it. Was that these methane gases are coming up from these blue holes, causing this turbulence above water, and so, and I I vaguely remember I was kind of like half listening, half not really listening. Um, I think it also like goes up because methane can rise. I think it escapes the water and can also affect airplanes, right, and 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 create an air pocket, mm-hmm. which then messes up with their their flight pattern or whatever but so the thing with these methane hydrates is that they are real they just yeah like it's a real thing a real theory or not theory but a real science stuff um but they've found them in like near australia but haven't really found them in like the Bermuda Triangle area. And so that's one of the kind of questionable areas where they're speculating that it could be methane hydrates that's affecting all these ships that are crashing and these planes that are going down. But this is a real thing that we should all be worried about when we're flying over the ocean and sailing across it. So just be careful. Don't run into any methane hydrates. Um, One more that I have on here. Okay. I don't know how many you have, but one more that I have. I hope you have, I have more
0: notes that you have question marks next to that we can try to figure out what they mean. No,
1: um, but I don't have anything more on this, so I'm just going to make shit up as I go along. Okay. Uh, Electric Fog. All right. Yeah, and so this one from... That's a, I feel like that's a good name for like a prog rock band. Yeah. One of the things that they're saying... Could be causing like the instruments in the navigation equipment to fail or misread. And it, yeah, it's basically fog that messes with the electronic components of the stuff. Now, the only problem with that is uh, there were so many ships and planes that, well, planes, I guess, had like electronic stuff from way back in the day, but ships, before they had, like, electronic stuff, there were a lot of them that were missing or went down or lost their crew before electronics were even a thing. Right. So, the electronic fog, I don't know. For me, I'm not sure if I believe that one what too if, much. Though,
0: what if, instead of electronic fog, here we go. Okay, all right. It's electronic frogs. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> I'm listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was electric frogs, right? Not electronic.
1: Oh, yeah. Electronic. No, elec- like, electronic. Is it electronic? Electronic fog. Okay. Yeah. I think it should be
0: electric fog. Well, the fog isn't electric. <laughs> so the fog is made of electronics. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's just like, like this guy's circuit boards. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Todd. Look, I'm I just. Electric fog. I frogs. heard this
1: term and I read a few things on it. So I put it on my notepad. So these frogs, (laughs) it's
0: the dead of night. Everyone on the ship is sleeping. And these frogs are like... (laughs) And they hop on board the ship. But from where? Oh, frogs can swim. Frogs can swim. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. And in in my imagination, they can climb up ladders to get on board the ship as well. Okay, all right. They can latch out their tongues to drag themselves out. Okay. Uh, And they... uh, they they uh, wander through the cabins of the boat to find the sleeping mm. uh, ship people, and they hit them with their electronic electronic frog tongues. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which of course gives them sea madness.
1: Okay, so they're kind of like a combination of like an electronic eel
0: or electric eel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and an a electronic frog. eel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: Go on. Yeah. So That's they, it. They they oh. they give these people space, uh, sea madness with their electricity. Oh, and oh, then they okay. wake up and some people decide they want to jump overboard some people decide they want to like fight their crewmate and throw them overboard and then jump overboard the point being everybody ends up overboard um that's
1: pretty much all i've got in my notes but i do have hold on let me just um go through this uh, article of the UK, just to make sure i haven't missed anything um yeah rogue waves is one of the things, but that's boring, so I'm not gonna read that one. They're just saying rogue waves like take out ships.
0: Oh no, it's a wave
1: ah! Yeah, but I've seen that like those fishermen shows and they fucking they go up against some crazy waves like when they're they're fishing yeah, for... but I mean
0: that's a lot of waves for a small area.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but like, what do you mean? Like, even if it's a rogue wave, like, it's got to be a massive wave. How many to rogue waves? Does it but a to take area... out a, uh, uh, whatever, 300-person ship that's really big?
0: Yeah. I have don't know, but, seen, but, no, but no, I'm but talking the, about, like... The those... point being, like, how often does that happen in a given oh, area? Oh, yeah. Because there's well, lots it's... of things that have gone under, and is it all rogue waves? Well, yeah, they're rogue. <laughs> ah uh, yeah they're talking
1: about magnetic force <laughs> That's like the
0: detective <laughs> wave you're calling into my office you gotta do things by the book from now on wave i'm gonna have your badge <laughs> uh, yeah this article talks about
1: everything they talk about methane bubbles already been there uh the city of atlantis we know it's there aliens oh and in this one they say it's no mystery Pfft. like they've solved the mystery um, they say, last year, the Australian scientist, Carl, he's got a really long last name. Way to go, Carl. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a really long last name. It's got some Zs in there and shit. <laughs> um, he claimed that the high number of disappearances cannot be um, explained by aliens or Atlantis. I think he just chooses not to explain it by those. Yeah, but, why, why would you say it can't um, be explained by that? Or even by the more plausible theories of involving rogue waves. Is that really more plausible? I'm, I don't know, not an expert, but... So I'm, what is his solution, then? Well, instead, he suggests that the mystery, in quotes, is nothing more than a perfect mix of human error, bad weather, and a high concentration of ships in the area. I think he's one of them government cronies that's paid off
0: to <laughs> oh, yeah. hide the city so, of Atlantis. First of all, that that's maybe a reasonable explanation. But I, I can't, even if I accepted his idea... I don't think it's fair to distinguish like it's not rogue waves, it's just (laughs) bad weather. Are they not the same thing? Like
1: Well no, a wave could be like just in the water, but it could be like a calm day, but like bad weather is like the rain and shit. (laughs) It doesn't necessarily cause rogue waves. I don't know, Todd. I'm not a sailor. I mean all I think about when I think of rogue waves
0: is I think of the perfect storm movie, which I've never seen. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's a bunch of waves. That are all rogue. They're all rogue. <laughs> all the gone ship rogue. sinks. But probably. there's also a
1: storm. Yeah. Um. No, the perfect storm.
0: Yeah, that's It is that's the perfect, perfect. storm. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's so many perfect storms that happen in that area. Yeah. So maybe they're not rogue waves. They're perfect waves. Just the way they
0: are. You don't <laughs> <laughs> change waves. You're a perfect wave. Don't ever change. <laughs> yeah. Um, Um, I'm I'm sticking by my combination of like aliens and uh, Atlanteans hanging out under the ocean occasionally blasting ships up above for fun and also Nessie eating people I like Nessie eating people I mean I don't like or eating people, but I like that. You wish the, you'd stop. <laughs> yeah. Why well, can't you stop? Yeah. Nessie? No, this is an intervention.
1: Um. Okay, so here's a quote that oh. I don't know if it's true, but it's on this Wait. Newsweek You're article. You're going to deliver uh-huh.
0: a quote. You're not sure it's a quote?
1: No, it's a quote. I don't know if it's true because I okay. haven't fact-checked. All right, but somebody said do. this, right? Somebody said this. Okay. I don't know who. This is in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> a, it says, according... Oh, well, no, it's a quote of somebody that's quoting Lloyds of London. Um, So, according to Lloyds of London and the U.S. Coast Guard, the number that go missing in the Bermuda Triangle is the same as anywhere in the world on a percentage basis. So, there's a lot of mathematical science words in there. Yeah. So, obviously they're lying about something. They are. Um,
0: Well, Lloyds of London, aren't they responsible for, like, insurance? Are they? Oh, maybe. So, they would probably have numbers. Yeah, so they would know, like... Because, yeah, you would think that if a ship is going to go through the Bermuda Triangle... uh, apparently... It would need more insurance. Maybe nobody else's...
1: Maybe the real problem here, and I think we've just uncovered this. This could be another conspiracy. Is that people are
0: disappearing in the ocean all over the place. Yeah. yeah, But unless (laughs) it happens in the Bermuda Triangle, nobody Nobody cares. cares.
1: Exactly, yeah. (laughs) So, that's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. And I think we need to... Well, not we, but somebody who has more time and caring needs to <laughs> investigate other areas of the ocean
0: see i was gonna say like we've talked before about like doing half cut conspiracy like vacations or trips going yeah. to like the denver airport. i don't know if i want to take our episodes to the bermuda <laughs> this is the thing like i don't think i would either just because no. this place seems to be like yeah. even if there's not an explanation a legit thing even though you just, just I'll, pointed, I'll go to florida I'll, yeah. Because, like, we'll,
1: we'll travel across land to get there. We'll go to Florida, yeah,
0: and we can and look at the we'll, Bermuda yeah. Triangle
1: from there. I'm okay with that. We're like, hey, electric frogs! Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Is there anything else in your book that no, is interesting? I don't think Which so. Do we, we cover a lot of
0: it? Well, Yeah, most of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I think we got, like, most of the big conspiracies
0: there. Um, um There is apparently, I, I should mention, though, that... Um, Especially in the conspiracy side of things, there are people who think that there are um, aliens in the water and they're the ones responsible for the things. And that um, people know, the government knows, and it's the government that's keeping it secret. And so there's that side of the conspiracy,
1: right? I'm still going with Atlantis is there. It's not lost. The government knows. Yeah. They're hiding it. And then the aliens are probably living there, and
0: they're destroying ships that get too close. Oh, but also, apparently, uh, there is a theory that the North American Air Defense Command uh, have undersea bases in the Bermuda Triangle.
1: In Atlantis. That's probably the, the name Perhaps. of the base. Yeah. The, it was probably the, always, yeah, no, it's, the base it's was North Atlantis. Amer-
0: it's not North American Air Defense, it's North Atlantis Air Defense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some conspiracy N-A-A-D.
1: theorists. Yeah. Yeah, they just didn't specify. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, NORAD has a vast submerged complex running ultra secret technology that interferes with signals that airplanes and boats rely on for navigations.
1: You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You
0: heard it here first. And hey, I'm here <laughs> that, I'm, I'm officially wearing We got we to take a picture of you with yeah, we that okay, shirt. I'm so I'm sporting can put that. some of the official Yeah half you conspiracy. Not We're gonna lie. First
1: t-shirt. I'm super
0: jealous right yeah. now that you
1: got our apparel and I don't. So uh, I yeah, my mom.
0: Self. My mom was kind enough to buy me. Hey, mom. <laughs> she bought me a t-shirt from my merch store. Not only do I get the t-shirt, I get the like <laughs> 650 or whatever markup on the t-shirt. <laughs> I like how uh, we're recording this on Mother's Day weekend, and
1: you're the one that gets a gift from your mom. Yeah, I hope true. you gave her something. Um, no, I haven't yet. I'll <laughs> oh, well, um, Send her a nice text message I'll send her tomorrow. A nice text message, but
0: she actually, she did buy this like weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just she hasn't been to Kamloops in a while because of the whole COVID-19 thing. But uh, she's vaccinated or half vaccinated. I've been half vaccinated. So we had a bit nice. of a visit this weekend where that's she could nice. drop off her. A gift for me, my nice, beautiful shirt.
1: So, yeah, I need to uh, order one. And uh, we talked about it before the show about some other ideas that I think we will get up on
0: the the site soon. Is this, because we haven't talked about, we have talked about having a giveaway, (gasps) but we've not actually officially done a giveaway. We haven't,
1: yeah, we talked about doing that last episode, but we didn't. Yeah. So let's. I guess let's do it now. Now that we remind our yeah, our reminder. So we
0: it. wanted to do a giveaway when we crossed the one thousand downloads line. Yeah. Um, which happened some time ago. And I think Carlo <laughs> is about to check where we are right now. So we're
1: at 1,267 downloads yeah. right now. So, we, yeah. So, so And that was within, like, since we released the uh, the last episode. Like, we're, So we're going to yeah. do,
0: we're doing a giveaway now for 1,200 downloads. So maybe yeah. that means we can do the next one at around, like, 2,500. Yeah. All right. That works. Um, and so what we're going to do, here's the idea. And we wanted to announce it on the show itself. Because the giveaway is going to be done through Facebook, and we want to make sure that everyone who listens, who maybe isn't on the Facebook page, has a chance to go to the Facebook page so they can participate. Yeah. And the idea is that um, we're going to put up a post saying, uh, "Here is the official giveaway post. Um, Follow us, like, and share this post, and you will be entered into a draw to win whatever you want from our merch store." Whatever it is you want, whatever we'll, is you want, we'll, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll buy it.
1: We'll send um, it to you. And I'm gonna make a promise right now that there will be more items oh in there by the time this uh, contest
0: is wrapped. It's quite the promise, Mr. it Sia. is.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, like we talked about some pretty cool ones. That's true, that, we did. Yeah, yeah. So I want to make those a reality. We even got and like list. a
0: new one just from this conversation. Yeah, I uh, survived the Bermuda. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Except so. we should make it the Bermuda rectangle.
1: <laughs> yes. Just because. <just> <laughs> you went around the triangle part and you got on <laughs> the other side of exactly. the
0: Exactly. Yeah. We dodged the Bermuda triangle <laughs> by going through the Bermuda rectangle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so
1: no, this contest will be the fire that has been lit under my ass to get the ideas from my head onto our merch store. So so while
0: you're listening to this, go to facebook.com slash halfcutconspiracies and, and follow us there so that you will be notified when the contest post goes up. If you want to be able to participate in the contest.
1: I guess we'll probably, yeah, we'll probably launch it the same time this episode comes up. Yeah, so, roughly the same time. Yeah um so yeah good luck to everyone yeah and now back to your regularly scheduled program of the room meter triangle. <laughs> or rectangle yeah. or rectangle or circle well, we square. don't we don't discriminate shapes uh oblong spheroid
0: now you're just starting to just make up shit <laughs> no i think like that's how the the earth is described right a spheroid it's an oblong spheroid really oh okay all right well the Bermuda Triangloid. Triangle... Triangle... Uh, the Bermuda
1: Mongoloid. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, what were we talking about I know. before? Um, how am I going to edit this together? This is going to be an Nobody interesting knows. episode. Um, I, st- I don't know if I believe their whole explanation of, like, it's the same number of ships and planes that are That's, crashing there. You know what? I, because I, I... it goes back to that same thing of, like, you don't hear a whole lot of reports from other places of like ships still being found without the crew and they're all intact. But I don't know. Maybe that just goes to nobody's reporting on the rest of the ocean. I don't know. Just saying.
0: Yeah, I feel like I mean, they're using that part as a cover. Of me. Part of me feels like I don't believe that either, but at the same time I could also see how, you know, one thing happens in a particular area and then somebody else points out something similar happening in the same area And all of a sudden that gets to be the thing for that area. And even though it's not any more or any less um, prevalent there than anywhere else, that's the area where it gets to be known for that. You know? Yep. So I could see that. Um, I still probably don't want to sail into the Bermuda Triangle. No. Um, I'd send a drone there.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know why we don't. Just like, yeah, like sail it there or like float or fly it around. Whatever you do with a drone. Sail yeah. it, fly it, yeah, float, fly whatever. It, yeah, it,
0: crash it into the ocean, whatever you got to yeah.
1: do. Ooh, speaking of drones crashing, yeah. somebody flew a drone over top of a volcano and basically fell, like went right down into the volcano as far as they could go until the drone like melted and died. Fun. but they got all that footage because it was like being transferred yeah to yeah, yeah yeah so the the drone filmed did they learn demise. anything interesting or did they just uh, No, i think the they just got some cool footage and then okay. destroyed a drone so uh, sorry for the artificial intelligence and hopefully that person that was flying that plane doesn't get killed by a robot but i mean whatever i'm nice to them i say thank you to google all the time so
0: oh me too i think i'm good yeah yeah. I say it so often that it used to be that whenever I said it, like, Google was like, oh, my God, you're so polite. And now it only does that like one in every ten, ten times because it's oh, so used to how often I say it. Mine things.
1: says it a lot, too. I kind of yeah. don't want it to. I just, yeah. Like, I just want to say thank you. Just and
0: then be done because I'm watching my show. Right. <laughs> Shut up, Google. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, oh, it wasn't this podcast. It was the other one. But uh i, I <laughs> <laughs> got so many podcasts on they go uh yeah no but i had in uh one of the old or one of the previous uh band things episodes i did a a, a google command to look something up during the podcast and uh, dave messaged me afterwards to say like dude i stopped listening as soon as you did that because you made my google home go off and so uh i got to remember not, not to say to, the well i can do it yeah. when we're recording just not but keep I it can't, in the episode. I can't keep it in the, yeah. in the episode because I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. I didn't even thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the commercials. Uh, I forget. It was part of, I think it was like Burger King or something uh, on TV, gave a command to either Amazon, Alexa, or Google to do something. And people were so pissed at that. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that. Todd lost a friend because of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Dave doesn't <laughs> talk to me anymore. office podcast. <laughs> yeah
1: he plays the game by himself he plays the like. game by
0: himself yeah although speaking of which let's let's do a shout out to the podcast yeah let's I do. uh yeah let's about all, here, right? we are yeah, yeah I so think we uh cover dave all. dave coleman hey man uh, i promise i won't do any more google homes to fuck with your google home and uh he is also the uh the hosts and showrunner of mysteries of madness a podcast that we do together we play this kind of Um, Cthulhu Lovecraftian Lovecraftian detective role playing game uh, where I play Detective Jack Shepard investigating these paranormal mysteries in the 1940s Los Angeles and he takes the gameplay as it plays out and then edits it together so it plays out in your ears, like, it's a big radio drama with all this Foley work and sound work. Yeah, he stuff. does an awesome Fucking job with amazing. that. Like, he
1: spends a lot of time with that. And actually, you guys have recently changed up the your, like, episode lengths or release times or whatever. Like, they're a little bit shorter yeah, um, and more frequent. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, that's what he, we're, we're trying Fre- to
0: do. Uh, or I should say that's what Dave's trying to do. He does, like, all of the editing work. Uh, yeah, we're going with shorter episodes to get them out more frequently. Uh, and I think that seems to be working. It's, it's, I mean, like all podcasts, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it is really um, cool. I, we're, I'm... we're fine. We're, we're feeling it out and figuring out what works best. And you know, that seems to be what's working right now. Yeah.
1: So that's a cool one to check out. So mysteries and madness, yep. uh, you can get that on any podcast
0: app. Absolutely. And I am also on, uh, when banned things happen to good people, uh, which is a podcast about banned books, banned movies, things that have been censored. Uh, That's me and Warren Barter talking about that. We just finished recording uh, an episode about uh, an early Peter Jackson film called uh, Braindead. It's a a horror comedy about zombies.
1: And then, yeah, as far as our stuff, um, you can find all of our social media and merch and any previous episodes on what's our website blah 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 media.com Woo! and there's yep. no dashes or anything in there it's all no just, dashes
0: uh... in there it says blah, blah blah media.com go there you can find both those podcasts uh not mysteries and madness that's under uh dave's umbrella of things uh you can also find links to you can email us there but i'll tell you our email anyway it's like uh half conspiracies at gmail.com
1: okay. yeah And for blah, 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 it's B-L-A-H.
0: Yes, that's important to point out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not just B-L-A. So B-L-A-H, 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 media.com. Dot com. Um, So all our stuff is there. Uh, Feel free to rate us and give us some comments on Apple Podcasts or any podcast app. Um, It helps boost the show and put us in front of other people's ears. And I don't know. We're still having fun doing this. I Hope like so. it. Yeah. Now that we've got uh, Todd's book here, and we've looked through some of the uh, the really we got some imp- we got some fun plans for the future. Yeah, we've come up with uh, with a little game plan. So there's gonna be some uh, some really interesting stuff coming up in the future. And don't forget to go to our Facebook. And at some point, as this episode is being released, we will have a post up there for you to like and share and comment on and we
0: will be doing that contest for some merch yeah well i'm Wee! not sure how many weeks we'll have that up for as a contest one two three i don't know we'll figure it out yeah um, we've still got like a couple weeks before this episode yeah. actually makes it on the air so um but yeah thanks for listening as
1: always uh i've been Todd sullivan and that's been t- <laughs> so oh left. sorry that's been carlos yeah <laughs> and i have
0: oh fuck you fucked it up uh, oh boy. oh man. No, I've been Carlos.
1: I've been Todd Sullivan. <laughs> no. I say that's been Todd Sullivan.
0: Oh, sorry. I am also supposed to do like my pretend thing, right? Oh yeah, you gotta do that first. Yeah, my great. Well it's not what do you mean pretend? Right. Sorry, Tom. my actual wink, wink. this is real. My All great of our Uncle yeah. Patty McSullivan once <laughs> said, if you're lost at sea in the Bermuda Triangle. Don't drink the salt water. Just drink your pee. (laughs) All right. And that's been Todd Sullivan. That's been Carlos Sia. Uh, Thanks for listening. Until next time. Cheers.